Hello and welcome to the Game Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Vecini. We're presented by CLNS Media. Today on the show, Robbie Callen's back. We're here to do the second part of our two-part podcast, breaking down NBA over-under win totals. Robbie, how you doing? Fantastic. We ready, ready to roll. Season's almost here. It's exciting. The Golden State Warriors. And for people hey. who didn't listen to the first podcast, we go through division by division. So we will go Pacific followed by, uh, I believe it's going to be the Southwest followed by the Northwest. Um, so we'll go starting with the Pacific, the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors are at 48 and a half in terms of their over-under. Where you at, Robbie? No, thank you. I'm staying away too. I thought I was going to be hard on the over, but some of the... Some of the people that like are around that team, like I know Ethan Strauss just wrote like a big thing on like why he likes the under for 48 and a half um, are on the under and I'm, I'm gotten a little gun shy on it. I'll say, yeah, that. I'm not. No, I just, I don't want to bet on or against this team. Like Clay is a cyborg. Oh, no. He might come back early. Like there's no circumstance where I will bet against this team. The question was whether or not I was going to bet on, like bet on them sure. to pop it. Um, yeah, I just can't pull the trigger. I don't think I'll no. say over because I think that like Steph Curry plus Dre, like these guys just won't let them collapse into yeah. like 47 wins. But yeah. yeah, I mean, there are real concerns. Yeah. Um, it's a good number. I think, I think, I think that's, it's a really good that's number. All right. I think it's a really good number, especially because it's crept up a little bit. I, I think it's, I think it's good now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not even, uh, this is like the heat for me on the last one. Like I don't even want to give a pick. Like I just the firmest stay away. I'll, I'll, I'll ride with you and say slight over if you have to, but, uh, there's enough concern about depth that, uh, I don't love it. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm just a little too worried about it. Yep. Like I don't, I don't want to be sweating late no, season Warriors basketball. No, not not them. Not them. Yeah. Uh, the Clippers are next. The Clippers are very interesting in terms of discussion, right? Um, yep. They're over-under is 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. I do think that on a small level, that number does account for the fact that there's uncertainty about Paul George and Kawhi yep. will probably play 65 games and like Oh, that's all, all baked that. in for sure. But I don't know if it's baked in Enough. Quiet enough? Yeah. It was 48 last year. Um, I would lean under. So where did it open? It opened 50. Uh, points but opened to that 51, but I think they opened it early. Um, but that's the only opening number I see. It's been it's been right around 54, 55 the whole time. Like DraftKings currently has it at 56 and a half. So like if you're going to take the under, shop it. There are higher numbers you can get. Yeah, um, yeah I just... I don't know, not just when Paul George starts playing, but like I, I think they're going to be very cautious with him. I think they know that they can kind of do their thing and just get into the playoffs. Um, and like that's where they want to get. Like I don't think they care if they're a four or five seed. Um, and I mean, they, they, kind, they overachieved last year, you know, like a lot of those other guys. And like there may be some regression of touch from some of those other guys. Um, but they also and got if, in some really good, like I love role, the Mo like, Harkless role players. Yeah, yeah like Mo they Harkless traded for great. Mo. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
bring in Rodney Magruder, who didn't play for them at all last year, despite being on right. the roster at the end of the year. Right. Like they got guy. I mean, they're they're the deepest of the newly acquired group. Right. You know, like, it's it's them, Denver, and Utah. They're the deepest three. Yeah. Like we're gonna talk about NBA title picks at some point yeah. here. Yeah. They're gonna be up there for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, I mean, they and they belong there, but again, yeah, regular season. Like, if you can get if you can get to that fifty six and a half number, I like the under. Um, fifty four and a half is close to where I think they'll be, like in the in the low fifties. Um, I would still probably lean under. Yeah, I think this is again like you were with the Warriors, like a firm stay away. For me, this is a pretty firm stay away. We we just the other thing is we don't know when Paul George is going to come back. He says they're November, gonna, but I don't know what the hell that means. Like, it could be early take November, this late as slow as possible. As slow yeah. as possible. So yeah, they want to be peaking at the playoffs, and they don't need those guys on the floor together until December, if that's yeah. the case. Like, so they'll be yeah. Uh, Lakers next. The Lakers are next. The Lakers are if 50. 50. 51 and a half, literally everywhere else. 50 at Westgate. This is weird because I always, my inclination is always to take the Lakers under because I think that you can get some value taking the Lakers under because yeah, Lakers because fans go to Vegas and bet up the Lakers number. And wasn't, it, is, wasn't it higher last year than it is right now? I think or it close? Or I think it was. Because I think it was, there, was some, there was some in the mid 50s. I'm actually going to say over, weirdly. I'm with you. No, 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 I, I agree. I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think maybe like, look, I have, I have significant questions about some pieces on this roster. I'm also staying like, I'm not betting on this total, but especially at 50, yeah, I, I like it. I like the over at 50, uh, 51 and a half, much less so. Um, but if you're talking about a team with LeBron and AD, and obviously yeah. there's the health pending always goes. For and those we've, got, we've got training camp, Avery Bradley. Oh, the people are fired up about AB buzzing about AB right now. Jesus. I love training camp so much. It's the great. Best. Um, like I, I look, I got, I got some questions about the backcourt rotation, no doubt. It's going to be Rondo and AB to start, probably. Plus, you got yep. KCP, Russo. KCP is probably better than all of them, right? Yes. Yep. The other question is, do they start Dwight at the five, or do they yep. start AD at the five? D at five. Um, uh, you have uh, to get Danny Green in there somewhere. Danny Green probably plays. Well, Kuzi, I actually, I would, I bet, I bet they run. Yeah. Ooh. I don't. I honestly don't know what they do. Maybe it's if they do. If they do, maybe it's Rondo, Green, Kuzma, LeBron, LeBron Davis. AD. That I mean, that would be. Maybe it's Kuzma off the bench with AD Dwight. I think you gotta have Green out there with the start. Oh yeah, because they have to have somebody that can shoot. Right. I think Green and Rondo are going to be attached at the hip in rotations. They should I think be. KCP. I think KCP and Bradley will play together in the second unit with Caruso as the third point guard. It wouldn't surprise me if they do something where like Avery and Rajan like have some sort of chemistry together and maybe they play a little bit together. I don't know. Oof. Look, there are weird rotations, but But here here is what I will say. They should win fifty plus games. Like Jared Dudley is a useful basketball player. Mm -hmm. KCP is like useful. If Dwight's healthy, he's useful. On the floor, if he's but like obviously there's the caveat of he's Dwight. JaVale was not a disaster last year. Like he was fine. Got some issues, but fine, like you said. Like there Like he was a totally useful guy to have on the floor for eighteen minutes a night last year. Yeah, the problem is defensively he just loses loses the uh loses the focus too quickly. But he was good at I the first him, he was good the first half of last year. I think that I the think second half play fewer, I think having him play fewer minutes will help him a lot. I agree. I totally same, agree. Same thing that. that happened in Golden State where like you can tell him to be a little ball of energy for a while. Um 
it bursts works way better for JaVale than go play 28 minutes. Uh, did, but you I, listen to the, I, did you listen to the Rusilla podcast where Chris Long was telling the story about uh, trying to dap up JaVale in the club and JaVale just like shut him down? <laughs> That's tremendous. It was amazing. That That's that cool. podcast with Rusillo and Chris Long is spectacular every week. Oh, sure. It's great. Uh, so Lakers over. I am with you on the over. They, I think we're both just. I think we're both just like it's LeBron, it's AD. I I've think got we're questions. Maybe a low. I've got real questions question. about the defense. Like, I've, of, I've got tons of questions. I just I've seen too many. Like they were on pace for a solid season last year before LeBron went down. Yeah. Like he. This is what he does. As long as he's healthy, which is obviously a risk. But over. I'm with you on the over with the Los Angeles Lakers. Next, the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix is a camp today. Real interesting team. This yeah, number is tw- this number is twenty nine and a half. It's a lot, but here's here's the thing. I think uh, and I, they're going to be I'm a just, lot more competent this year. Yeah, so like they've got they've got adults in the room now, right? Like yeah. this is this is like I think I people killed the Rubio sign because they saw the number. Um, but like if you're Phoenix, you you've got to overpay for vets right now. Like that's well, just it's that's not what the number. It's the it's the years that I didn't like. Like okay. you probably should have given Ricky Rubio two years, 45 instead of three, three. years, 59 or whatever yeah. it was. So like literally I'll, pay I'll him like this. $6 million a year more to get the two year deal. Like if it was two I'll years, I don't I'd think rather, anyone would have complained. I, I'd rather pay Ricky what Ricky got than pay Terry what Terry got. I agree with that actually. So, Anyway, but like, but I mean, like, that's what you like. If you're Phoenix, that's you kind of have to play that game right now. Like, nobody wants to really come to you. Do you know yeah. how much easier life is going to be for both Devin Booker and DeAndre now that they have Ricky Rubio? Yeah, he can get guys in good spots. Like, he can, he, like, and also it doesn't take away from what Booker's going to do scoring wise. Like, Ricky's not coming in and going to be like, I'm getting to the basket to score. It does a little bit because if you take the ball out of the Rubio's ball out of his hands, hands he, yeah. it's He's kind of a disaster with him sure, away sure, from sure. the ball. Like he's a smart cutter, but you just can't. Yeah, he can't yeah, be a spot. Like, like, the, the gravity's off. Right. I, I I feel you, but at the same time, yeah. Like and also, just they need somebody that knows how to play defense. Right. Like at an it's NBA on, level, it's on both ends that he really helps them. Yeah, and so like I like the Rubio signing, and like considering what they had last year at the point guard spot, he is a monstrous upgrade. He is an NBA player. He's an NBA starter. It's like that'd be a great one, but he is a starter, and they haven't had that. Like the Ricky Rubio signing this year, it could be worth like five wins for Phoenix, not because Ricky Rubio himself is like a five-win player. That's like how he, bad the point guard spot was. Yeah, like they were probably negative three and a half wins last year at the point guard position. Yeah. Like if we're going like baseball style war, yeah. they pro- they probably lost three and a half wins at the point guard position last year, and yeah. now with Rubio there. It can be, you know, like a slight positive slight. It'll be like a solid positive. Yeah. And then like Sarich solid. Like he, again, he's a, he's an NBA player. They haven't had a lot of those. Like you need to add NBA players. Like Cam Johnson was a reach, but like, I don't know if he helps a lot early, but like Aaron, Aaron Baines is there. Aaron Baines is really like, and like given what Aiton's issues are, Baines helps a lot. Um, Good guy to have around. I like Monty Williams, believer in Monty. Going to be interesting to see if they let him do what he needs to do, as is always the case in Phoenix with ownership. 
Um, I th- I theoretically it, like Monty. Can... I did not love what he ran most of the time, like in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the idea of Monty. I love the idea of him being there for these young players and developing them. Like yeah. anyone who's ever been around Monty from a developmental standpoint, um, everyone will just sing his praises constantly. And I think that it's a net positive in terms of winning games, like from a schematic standpoint. I think the jury's out still a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. That's fine. But I, I think I think being in Philly was probably good for him last year. Um a good environment for him to be in with like a young team that kind of has done what the Suns are trying to do yeah. with less talent. Um, 29 and a half still is high. All of this it's, is to say, I think the Suns are better. I lean under. You need to say that they're going to win 11 more games than they won last year. So many. Like, and the thing is, and the, the West got better around them. Like they got right. better, but did they get that much better compared to teams around like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Suns won 25 games this year, but look markedly better, much more competitive on a nightly basis. I mean, they were nice, but the Suns just got their shit kicked out of them. So, that was terrible. It was terrible yeah, last year. So, I, mean, I, I think this is a 25 to 27 win team that looks way better than they were last year. Looks way better than 18 wins, but only wins seven games more. Um, but on the right path, Hopefully a fun team to watch. Like, I, I want Aiton to be good. He's just got to be consistent. Um, Monty was talking today about how, like, he's got to fight. Th- he's got to learn to fight through the hard because he kind of calls it when stuff goes bad. That um, is correct, yeah. That'll happen. Language, bad response to adversity. That's that's their big thing with him. Booker, Monty wants him to be more efficient. Who doesn't? We'll see. Hopefully having Ricky there can help that because he has a guy that can put him in spots for some spot-ups. If you take away five self-created looks for Booker and replace them with three to four spot-up looks, that's huge. Yeah, right? I agree. You know? Because, like, your, your efficiency is just going to go up based on that. So, like, will he be breaking guys off the dri- down off the dribble as much? No, but as long as they're not taking the ball out of his hands all the time, I think, I think it can still work. Um, and also, I love Javon Carter. Go so, here's what... Go- Make people's lives miserable, young man. So here's what I will say. Last year, talk. what did you say? So this is a lot of sun stock. A lot of sun stock. You were just there. We should. I was just there. Should, I felt, you know, I got flex, flex of knowledge here. We should take advantage of that. Why not? People don't come to Flagstaff often. <laughs> um, so last year, there were how many teams that won? I, I think that there were seven teams that increased their win total by eight games that was the nuggets the mavericks the grizzlies the kings the nets the bucks the magic that would still not get the suns within three games of their over right if they were one of the most improved teams in the nba Mm -hmm. they would still not be at their or at their increased win total and like I understand why there's reason to be bullish. I'm going to stay away from this number. Like, I'm not going to bet on this number. I, I like the under pretty well. But I still am going to say for all the if reasons. only. Yeah. For all the reasons only, said, like, yeah. better team, still probably the worst team in the West, close to it, to them in Memphis, right? Probably, I think it's like pretty clearly Memphis. Okay. Um, and then them. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think like it's worth like saying that like there is like a, there's a tier jump. You okay. know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not quite as sure on that, but but it's those. Two. I'm not quite sure You're it's right. a huge gap, but sure, they're still one of the two worst teams in the West, which means they're gonna lose a lot of games. Yeah, I think it's reasonable to be bullish on that under okay. for what it's worth. Okay. Um, uh, Sacramento Kings, Kings. Ooh boy, I want to preface this. 
I want to preface this by saying that I really like the Kings. I love the Kings. And I really hope you got it when points bet opened it at 33 and a half. Yeah, if you're going to bet the over, 30, I think they win more than 33 games. I would have loved to get it there. 38 and a half, closer to right. I think it's like exactly right, to be honest. I, I, I like the Kings. I love what they're doing. Fox is a beast. I was really happy to see him take that leap last year. Bagley, I was a pleasant surprise as far as like his growth over the year. That was good to see. Um, My man went second overall. Like we should have expected Marvin to be good. Well, no, I. But still, like the the hatred on Marvin overall, went. But like the hatred on Marvin went real overboard. It did. He's he's a good player. And like I was, I'm just saying, I was glad to see him have a good year one. Totally agree. Solid year one. I'm just, I'm not saying like I'm shocked he wasn't a bum, but like given how folks were talking about him, uh, no, like a lot of people thought he'd be like a legit like bad rookie, right? And he was a and, solid. Rookie. Yeah, he was a good rookie. Yeah. Um, whole top five was great draft class as far as like doing doing good things, which doesn't happen often. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Buddy Heald's been... Buddy Heald, Buddy Heald's one of, like, what, maybe the three best shooters in the league? Would say that that's accurate. I mean, the dudes become... Like, I was... I was skeptical. Uh, uh, let's, right? let's go safe, and let's say, like, top five. seven shooters in the okay. league. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Because what? Like, Stephen Clay, for sure. Stephen Clay. Um, he's in that next, like, tier. Like, I would probably say Harden is a better shooter than he is, okay. just because, like, you know, it matters yeah. being able to create it off the dribble. But, sure. like, there's some... Him. He's, he's Damian Lillard too, but yeah, yeah, like he's in that mix. He's there. I mean, well, Trey's not efficient. Yeah, I would not say Trey is as good a shooter. Trey's, Trey's not nearly nearly as good a shooter. He's inconsistent. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, not quite his hot streak. His hot streaks are fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and Harry B's solid. Like Harry B's good. Salute to Harry B. He's maybe not as good as he's getting paid, but again, that's a Sacramento tax you pay. Just like we we're talking about with Phoenix. I I love this shout, numbers. Shout out the sack tax. Sack tax. Uh, always there. Always present. Uh, Dwayne Denman was a great signing. Totally agree. Highly underrated. He's become like a legit like three point shooter. He oh, never yeah. took San Antonio. He gets to Atlanta. He's like a thirty eight percent shooter. Dwayne Denman's story. Someone, the someone needs to write like the full Dwayne Denman story. And I don't. I haven't seen it. But like his story is amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you? How much of it do you know? I'm aware. Pop wasn't a fan. So, like, Dwayne Dedman, like, I mean, like, going back to, like, high school. Oh, I don't know. So, like, Dwayne Dedman, from what I know, like, didn't play basketball until his senior year of high school because I think that his mom was, like, a Jehovah's Witness or something and wouldn't allow him to play basketball. And, like, he was not very good his senior year, obviously, playing organized basketball for the first time. And he goes to this community college and, like, has to be a part-time student who's like working out and like still learning how to play basketball. And then like the second year he trans, I don't know if he transfers or if he didn't transfer or what, like, I think he might've been there again the second year or something. And like people figured out, okay, this guy is seven foot tall and an unbelievable athlete. And we need to like recruit him. And USC basically recruits him and then he red shirts again. So like he went, he played like one year of organized basketball at a competent level from the time he was a senior until basically his fourth year of basketball. And prior to that, he had never played basketball, like in a like organized manner. Someone should like get with him and write that story. Cause like, I, I mean, like maybe it should be me, but his story is genuinely like kind of amazing. Sam, you are a writer. 
Yeah, but I have on a national level at in living in California. Yeah, but I have like ninety-seven things going on. I'm writing a, literally a hundred and fifty thousand words on prospects right now. <laughs> Sam, that's too many words. I wrote about Troy Copain today, and I texted one of our friends, and he was like, "Sam, no." Why? Why did you write about him? Troy Copain, sneaky shot to make the Blazers roster. I will say that. Um, but yeah, the Dwayne Dedman story is super cool. Anyway, super, all this to cool. say, stay away from the Kings number. I think it's right. Yeah, like I think the Kings will be a better basketball team this year. But, but maybe the West, not more wins. Yeah, like the West in general is a lot better. Yeah, better. Yep. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep, yep. I think they're, they're, they're one of the teams hurt the most by this. Uh, there's another team we'll get to later that I think gets hurt by this. Yeah, like the Kings will be a better basketball team. They might not be a team that wins more games. Which, by the way, like if they stay steady... At thirty, they won thirty nine games last year. So yeah, like, they do the exact same thing they would go over. But like, I, I just, I wouldn't be surprised they won two or three less games, fewer yeah, games. Yeah, I think that my lean is going to be over actually, but I'm staying away. Yeah. Uh, moving on, are we in the new division now, right? Moving on. Yeah, we've got the Denver Nuggets. <sighs> or is Denver first? Yeah, Denver's first for sure. Yeah. So their number fifty three. Fifty three is a bunch of wins. A lot of wins. They won 54 last year. Yes. And theoretically, I think that you can make a case for them being better this year. Yeah, you can. So here, here would be the case. Michael Porter is good. Um, if Michael's good, right? Um, that is a question. They got 43 games out of Will Barton. Maybe you get a full season out of Will Barton. Also would be helpful. And then basically they just... Every, everybody else... Steady. Yeah, yeah. Stay uh, steady, like the young guys stay steady, and Paul Millsap yeah. doesn't fall off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, the case for the under is MPJ is still not there and not really able to lift them up on the wing. Uh, Millsap's getting older. Uh, will like Morris and those guys be able to still play at that same level for a full season? Because they were that guard group, uh, Morris Beasley, all those guys, like they were huge in the regular season for them in getting yep. to where they got. Tory Craig too. Tory Craig, Tory Craig, monster defender. Yes, Tory Craig's great. Love that. Tory Craig's uh, another guy that has like a great story that someone should write. Come, to Sam. He's got ideas for you. Yeah, I've uh, I have a lot of ra- like I know a lot of random things about people that are interesting stories. I'm just gonna start having it's like Sam's gonna be my new assignment editor. <laughs> Martin will be like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna get all of the details I need and go write great stories and not give Sam any credit. It's going to be great. Um, but yeah, I think this number, again, it, it doesn't make for great great podcasting, but I think this number's close to right. I guess I would maybe lean. Uh, I like the Nuggets. I want to believe they can do it again. I don't think last year was a fluke. I'll lean over, but I don't love it. So here, here's the case maybe for the under, because I already made the case for the over. The under would be if you think that Utah is better. And yeah. we'll win more games. The Lakers, yeah. the Clippers are better. Um, just better competition across the sure, sure, sure. Um They stayed, other than Gary Harris, like Gary Harris missed 25 games. Gary and Harris and Will Barton were the, were the non-healthy The guys. two injuries. But other than that, they stayed pretty healthy. Like mm-hmm. Paul Millsap played 70 games. Monty Morris played every game. Malik Beasley played 81 games. Mason Plumlee played 81. Uh, Torrey Craig played 75. Wancho was at 70. Like they stayed very healthy last year. I yep. think the case is like maybe they try and like have Nikola take a few games off maybe sure. and, you know, have his body ready to go for the playoffs. Although he looked fucking great in the playoffs last he was, year. He was, he was, I went to that, uh, I was in Denver for that Portland series. He was amazing. 
I was like, I remember the like quadruple overtime game or whatever it was. I was like drinking at a bar after uh, my wife's sister had like a comedy sketch show. <laughs> and I kept just like walking over to the bar to watch the game and then walking back to the table where everyone was. And I was like, guys, you have to understand this is like never happened before period in the NBA. And they were like, no, it's fine. Go, go ahead. Keep watching it. And like, it was like one of the situations where like, I felt bad that I was like ditching the people I was with, but like none of them really like basketball. So I was like, sure. yeah, sorry guys. I'm just going to keep drinking with the, like these random dudes at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, he was, it was spectacular in the postseason. I think everybody was like, Oh, when's the wall going to hit? Like, and he might just, he might just be one of those dudes like that can just ball all day and just do his thing. Like he, he gets tired. Like there's no doubt, but like he was impressive in, in pushing through in yeah. the postseason and just buy. And, and he's, he's improved defensively to where like, he knows when yeah. to kind of buy his time. And, but he's like positionally, he's, he's good at, at being in the right spots. And he's so smart, yeah. like as just a basketball player that like that translates to defense too. He might not be capable of doing tremendous feats of athleticism but like he's rarely like just caught wildly out of place like the dude knows like he just his feel on the basketball court's incredible but the question is like the other question is like can jamal murray take any kind of step forward yeah because they need that yeah they They need him to be a dude and not and just inefficient chucker like he's got to be just better at facilitating get everybody involved uh like the two-man game with Jokic is its own kind of world sometimes but like he's got to make sure he's got to spread love everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I'm Paul Millsap Hive all the way. I love that dude. Uh, he does so many things that help you win basketball games. And as long as he's healthy and Jokic and Murray stay the same, maybe find a way to push their ceilings up. I, I would lean over. But again, like there are a lot of solid arguments to to push you just under. But 53 feel like low 50s to mid 50s feels right. Yeah, I'm going to say like slightly under. I think they definitely yeah. win 50 games. Yeah. Like, but the difference between like 50 and 54 is what? a good amount. So yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. it's tough. Right. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota's our next team. 35 and a half, I believe is the number. 35 and a half. This I is the. Folks, I think folks might be too low on the Wolves. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about that because I think I'm one of them. I I I don't know. Like I just a part of it's just like I love towns. There's, there's only a finite number of wins out on the board. I know there are, but man, uh, like I, I just, I'm not, I'm not gonna say bet it, but like I can see them getting over. I can see them getting 36 again. But I understand like the rest of the West got better. I think they made some moves on the periphery that I thought were good. Um, but it's not fun when it, everything basically comes down to will Andrew Wiggins figure the fuck out, which doesn't seem likely. Right? Seems like an aggressive right? hope. Yeah, I mean, but I mean that's. So, like, I, I get it, but I don't know. Like, Teague solid. A full season of Roko would be huge. Um, like, he's so good, and people don't know it uh, around the league. Like, he's so good. He's really good. I, I totally agree. Like, he's, he's a great fit with Andrew Wiggins and Carl Towns, too. Right. So, like, I, I lean over. I understand all the arguments to the under. They didn't get significantly better. The West got better around them. Wiggins is at this point kind of seems to be what he is like walks like a duck talks like a duck and I get it I just lean over I I just I like too many of the guys to not think they could still win 36 37 games like they're not a playoff team but like I could see them getting getting some wins so I don't feel strongly about this one either um 
I'm going to lean under. Okay. Just because there's a finite number of wins out on them. It's yeah. hard to win um, 36 games when there are sure, sure, sure. this many good teams. Um, you basically will need to believe in something of a leap from Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, you. I mean, you you have to think he he's not yeah. that bad as far as like just just even just Wiggins being a little more efficient. You have to hope the Teague drop doesn't come. Being 31 now, coming off injuries, but I love Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague's just gonna be watching like AEW on Wednesday nights. Ready but to like, go. They also don't have the backup plan for Teague now because Tyus is gone. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Akoji, he's a guy. He's not a lead guard though. He's like a wing. Um, they might yeah, try I mean, and play him. There. They might have. No, they're to play gonna. Him. I mean, they're gonna play him there. Uh, Shabazz is there. Yeah, he's not. Like, he's not real good. Um, uh, like they're bit. Like actually, I like Noah like, Vonley. I like Noah Vonley a lot. I like Noah Vonley. Um, that's one of those. Jake Lehman can shoot it. Let's get weird, man. Let's go Wolves. I think Be they decent. did. A, they did a great job in the draft. They got Jarrett Culver, got Jalen Noel, got Naz Reed as an undrafted guy. Like they, hey, they did really well. I love I love my large son, Naz Reed. Yeah, you need he's you need so as many beefy. you just want as many hefty dudes to do as well he's, as they can. I, I don't I know. Mean, like, but you're, you're not, you're not a hefty I, dude though. Like you, this is I'm no I'm but at heart I am. That's I true. lost the weight, but it's you know, still got the mentality, baby. We need we need robust athletic icons. That's why I want Zion to succeed at, at as Zion exists now. He's not mm-hmm. attainable because like he's a freak, but he looks more attainable. No, I don't Na- want Na- like Nas Reed is attainable. Nas Reed is attainable, baby. That's just what is he like six nine? He's like six ten, seven two wingspan. Beefy, 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 skilled offensively. Shoots the shit That's out of it, man. He- oh, I love it. Skills. Not a great defender, but that's all right. I, you know, we need we need hefty icons. The guy for the for the boys that shop in the husky section to look up to. <laughs> for the boys that shop in the husky section. Do it for the boys that wear twenty H pants. Uh, so at the combine this year, and I, I I do not mean to body shame Nazarene when I say this. I love it. Nazarene was at fourteen percent body fat. The next closest was nine point eight. I mean, that's what we need. I we love want, it. We want the hefty sons to do well. I want, and I, I was higher on Nas Reed than anyone. In the I like Nas Reed. I like. I mean, this is this is why Jokic is an icon. Jokic out there playing like forty-five minutes a game in the playoffs, looking looking like me. I love it. Let's go. Is there any definition of those arms? No, but it doesn't matter because they're magic hands with the basketball. <laughs> magic hands. Magic. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna go slight under with the wolves. I I just think slight they're. Over, too... I don't love it. I, I just I, I I think somebody needs to needs to buy on the wolves. I'm with buying two... while stocks low. Everybody's everybody's selling. I'll buy some. I'll buy some stakes in situations where I think the number is right, but there are more questions than answers. Basically, I think I you go under. That's um, my default, but I, I want to go over on some guys. It's more fun. Yeah, hope is better. Hope is. It's, you know, brightens the day. Um, it's, it's where we want to be. Oklahoma City. Uh, the Thunder at 31 and a half. Don't, I, don't bet it. Um, I think so that they're... Okay, I'll, I'll give you a strong take. I think so they are better than Minnesota. Right now as currently constructed? Yes. 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 I don't know what's going to happen uh, with them, but yeah. That I mean, is... that. And again, um, there was a time where they were at like 28 and a half at some books, and I loved it. 
they might win that many in 60 games, so it might be fine. Well, that's the thing is like they could they could have 20, 25 wins at the all at the trade deadline when they're moving guys. Um, Gallinari was the best player for the Clippers last year. That includes when Tobias Harris was there. If you talk to anybody that covered that team, yeah, about um, he's really good. If he's healthy, like he's really good. Steven Adams is still solid. Like there are questions about Adams as far as like is his athleticism taking a downturn, um, but. Like he's still a rock solid defender. He's still a monster screen setter, good defender. Yeah, he's for great. Chris Paul he's to get set. separation with rebounder, all that stuff, all the stuff you want with this team. Uh, SGA, we all love, big fan. Chris Paul, if he's healthy, is still good, very good. Chris Paul is it's underrated now. I yeah, Chris Paul is legit underrated now. Like he is underrated now. Everybody shits on him, and like part of it's because like in Houston, like he's hurt some of the time, but like. And it, it, was, been, it was a bad good. fit. In it was a bad too. fit philosophically and on the floor. Like, yeah. But yeah, I, I think this all comes down to how long is Chris Paul there? How long is Dan there? If, if they, you know, if they're looking to move, like how long is Steven Adams there? He might still be on the block that like, they're asking a lot for guys. It's going to, you know, like, will Miami send justice in a trade that probably gets them Chris Paul, you know, like there's, there's enough questions where like, it scares me, but if you told me this group stayed together all season, I'd ham it. Yeah, I agree. Roberson's um, back. He's supposed to be healthy. That's nice defensively. The problem with Chris right now is that he can't really get to the rim all the way anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when he gets there, he just doesn't shoot it well. Like within 10 feet last year, he shot 48%. Um, that just can't happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he can't. And that's including like potential transition opportunities and look like Chris isn't getting up and down the floor like crazy or anything. But like, I think that it gets really hard with Chris and I don't know what this team looks like. My inclination is like pretty solidly over. Like, Mm -hmm. I think this team probably wins 36, 37 games. And it's hard for me to figure out right now, other than Miami, where the destination for Chris Paul. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's it. The other thing is, if Oklahoma City does make a trade with Miami, right? Mm. It's probably a pretty good chance that Dragic is coming back. Dragic comes back, possibly justice. Like, and that would be fine. That'd be really good. Like, that'd there's, be fine. Yeah, I, they're still probably over thirty-one and a half. Like, there's thirty-one and a half in that t- with that team is probably the right number. But you have yeah. to assume that they bank wins with Chris early. They bank win. They bank more. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I, I like. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I mean, the question is like, how much do they sell and how quick? Because like, if they oh, if like they if, guys in December, like after the so December fifteenth, if they're aggressive early, like we've seen some teams, like you know, Blake got moved in early January, I think, um, right, right. a couple of years ago. Like if they're if they're aggressive early, then it, it scares me. Um, but I, I I think the only side here is over. yeah, I agree. Uh, Portland is next for us. Portland's number. Is forty six and a half. I want it to be higher so I can bet the under. But it's low, so I'm over. Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't. I'm not taking the over. I'm not taking the over. I'm taking the it over. It is too low. I'm, I'm not. I, I will not bet betting. on the over for the Blazers. I like we I, talked about the in the Blazers last podcast worse. that like I think I am not 100 percent convinced that's true. I think, but the Blazers, I think they're they're the playoff team to me that's hurt the most by everybody else getting better. See, but I've, so I've been here for the last two years. I've felt the same way for the I last. I took the overall in the last year because I was like everybody's too low. This is a try hard ass team. 
Yeah, they are because they have Dame. They have so great culture. That's why I'm not gonna bet on the under. Like I wish this was fucking close to fifty. Forty-seven this, wins. Is 47 all is we need. Very doable. I I hammered the over last year when it was I think it was forty-two. I was like, this is preposterous. This is a try-hard ass team. They're gonna fucking win games. Like, but I just mm, they lost. I I think what they brought in. I'm not uh, I'm not super high on white side. I'm interested to see how it works. I think it'd be fun if it works, but I'm not high on that. Don't know when Nurk's coming back. All Everybody's all happy and positive about Nurk right now. Ahead of schedule, everybody's favorite camp phrase about the injured guy. I don't know. Um, when they had Nurk, they were great. I, I worry about the wing rotation, losing Harkless, losing... But they've signed like 18 centers. They have like, signed 18 centers. I don't know if they're good. Yeah, but they're enough to like stem the tide while Nurk is out. Sure, like, but like again, but I think that's gone to the detriment of their wing rotation. That's true. That's which definitely me. true. Which concerns me. Are um, you still on Hazonia Island? I do love Mario. I know I you do. I, I that, that Rodney Hood is good. Like Rodney Hood's a good basketball Rodney player. Hood's good. Rodney Hood's good. Um, I don't, <sighs> Kent Bazemore is like a serviceable basketball player. He is. Um, Kent like, Kent is. He's not. Kent's fine. He can help him as long as he doesn't play a ton. If Kent can go back to the role that he like played in Kent Atlanta is, before that contract, Kent's better than Evan Turner. Yes. Yes. I do agree with that. Um, and they have Zach Collins. Like, there's a chance Zach Collins takes the leap at some point. Like, he might be better than Hassan. Maybe. I don't know. It's. I just worry that. And, the, and you get the Simons jump. I and, see. I no. I'm. I'm not in the Simons hive. Oh, I'm very skeptical of Anthony Simons. I have significant questions. But uh, I, I think play. he's going to be like a fourth, third, like third or fourth guard for them and be fine. Here's the thing. As long as they're not trying to play him over Rodney Hood, it's fine. Right. And I don't think they will. Um, and as long, like, I just, I just, I worry there's so much Simon's hype and I feel like a lot of it's coming out of the building. Oh, it is. Yeah. That, that's that where it's all coming. I from. am very worried that they are too high on Simon's and it hurts them and it takes them too Anthony long Tolliver? to realize. We got Powell? Like, hey, look. Okay. Call. Okay. Look. I look as as somebody who has broken a roulette table with Anthony Tolliver. No one has a greater <laughs> bond. No one has a greater bond than I. Stop! 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 Anthony Tolliver. That's a story that's happening now. So the Hawks used to do this thing <laughs> called uh, Casino Night, and it was a charity event. All the players were like basically manned a table in this big room. Uh, season ticket holders could get a ticket for charity, and you got X number of chips, and they put casino tables all throughout and you played with your funny money and then um at the end of the night you cast your chips in for raffle tickets and they would raffle off stuff so they stopped doing this a few years ago but they used to do this nightclub called opera in downtown atlanta in midtown sorry uh and it was always sponsored by gentleman jack so the beverages flowed freely uh and media were always invited and i was like i'm yeah i was a poor college kid grad school I was like, yes, sir. Free night of open bar and food and a little gambling in Atlanta, even though it's not for real money. Let's get it. So I had, I had, I had a few, few of the gentlemen's and, uh, I was at a roulette table with, with Tolliver and a few other folks. His table was not, not as, uh, robustly filled as like Josh Smith's blackjack table or whatever, which is why I always, I always posted up with like the fringe guys. Cause they were also, I loved it because they were happy to talk to me because they at least knew who I was. It was more fun for them to talk to the media on that night than like season ticket orders. Right. So like, it was always my night to get in with the guys. Uh, one year I taught Dennis Schroeder how to shoot craps. Um, <laughs> so, 
and was at one point accused by Hawks, one point grilled by Hawks PR uh, to make sure I was not sneaking him adult beverages. Uh, <laughs> I had to assure them I was just giving him sprites at the bar, um, which I was, which I was. Um, Dennis would later pay me back at the DS 17 lounge. Um, RIP. So I was with Tolliver having a good time, getting, getting a nice lather working off the gentleman Jack. I asked Tolliver like, if he wants to drink, he's like, yeah, go get me a water. I was re-upping. I come back. I told, I just gave him some chips. I was like, play whatever you're playing. I get back as the, as the ball's going, I ask him what we're on and we were heavy on 10 and 10 hit. And so I like set a drink down. Tolliver sets his drink down. We're at the middle of the table. And so these are just like folding tables, like set on top of each, like set on top of each other, like two folding tables. So it's not a real like strong setup. And so we're all like high fiving and like it's fake money, but we just hit big money coming in. And we like me and Tolliver bump into the table. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it was me, but God bless Tolly for taking the rap for your boy. Um, bumped it. We're in the middle of the room too. There's like an upstairs that can see us, dead center of the room, thing crashes, chips everywhere, the wheel fault crashes to the ground, oh my bricks God. everywhere, thing literally like like collapsed in half because we hit it and I guess the legs weren't locked out in the middle and so they went down every, and like, I'm like, oh shit. And Tolliver's just like, puts his hand up like like he just committed a foul. Like he's taking <laughs> a foul from the star player. Salute to Tolly. Uh, they put the they put the roulette table back together. We got back at it. It was all good. It was not real money, so nobody cared that they lost some chips. It's good times. Oh my god! So salute to that. Also, oh. uh, me and me and Nick Van Exel uh, raided the. They were like hand rolling cigars for some reason, and at the end of the night, we just like raided it. You get you can only get one, but we raided them for like eight each at the end of the night. Just a quick. Oh my god! Just <laughs> night is where I built almost every relationship I have. That is not a joke. It's the only time Luke Williams has talked to me for an extended period of time. We talked about like because he did his rehab. He was coming off ACL, and he we were just talking about Vegas because he did all of his rehab in Vegas. He's like he's like it was awesome. They they rented me a house in Vegas to do rehab because they wanted me there for summer league. He's like I had a blast. I was like I bet you did, Lou. Yeah, you walk around Vegas summer league time, you can see Lou at the blackjack table. Shout to shout to Lou Willville. I love it. Lou's, Lou, y'all say this. You talk to anyone about Lou Williams in the they NBA. Love they love him. He's a legend. Universally. The the underground goat thing is not a joke. Awesome. Like, universally beloved. beloved in the NBA, Lou Williams. You want to know another another one that everybody loves? Jared Jack. That's accurate. That's definitely accurate. Yep. Anyway, who, who are we talking about? We were talking about the Blazers. You're, oh, yeah. Anthony Tyler. 46 and a half. I think it's a good number. I, I think, think they. I think they get to like forty-eight to fifty-two. I will probably bet on the Blazers. I'm not high. I refuse. Not, I, I can't take. I can't take the under. Like I said, like they again tryhards. I refuse to not bet on Damian Lillard. Sure. Seems like you're wasting money to not bet on Damian Lillard. Mm, I won't bet against him. But that dude I, is. I have enough. He's a he's a dog. Utah Jazz. Oh, I love my my Utah Jazz. Fifty-four had, and a half. That's a big had, number. It's a huge number. <laughs> That's a I love big it. old number. It's a big number. I can't take it. I lean over, but I can't take it. I love the Jazz. Un- I do too. I think I have just enough questions about depth um, beyond their even, top guys. I don't even know if I got that. I, like, I, I love this team. I think Conley is sneakily one of the 10 biggest acquisitions this summer. Mm, higher. Top maybe two or three. Ooh. I'm not sure about that just because, like, are Kawhi and Paul – together yeah i was gonna count them as together okay. uh okay if, you, if we're counting guys together that can, then ad uh, 
AD Conley's up there. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's more maybe, maybe it's maybe more it's like just, in the it's in the five to ten range. Yeah, five to ten. So okay, here, I will say this: for this season, the Mike Conley edition is a bigger edition than Kemba Walker. I think. Okay, I like that. I in like, terms can, of like yeah, potentially of of raising the ceiling of a team. Yeah, yeah. In terms of potentially yeah. like flipping a title race. Yeah, I mean, like Conley's, I think Mike Conley is a bigger deal. Conley's massive. Bogdanovich, we talked about when we did the Indian. Like Bogdanovich is a dude. Like that's a killer on the wing to have that and Ingles, Ed Davis. Love Ed Davis. Sneakily a very good signing, especially given Gobert's history. See, this of, is this is why I'm not worried about the depth. Like I guess I well, so like my thing is I think they go looking like at the Dante rest Exum of off the seven bench. or eight deep. I think I think through through seven or eight, I'm really stoked I think about. it's I think it's is beyond it, that. Like Jeff got, Green's fine as 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 a guy. He he's still fine. Like he's if, Jeff Green. If Jeff Green Green is your eighth guy, that's a positive. Sure. The problem with Jeff Green is Jeff Green gets consistently Starting. overextended. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when Jeff Green was the eighth guy for that Cavs team, like he was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royce O'Neal's really good. Yeah, right. Yeah, Royce is. Moutier is like your ninth or tenth guy as a really good like backup point guard. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, I yeah, I mean like like, the only yeah the more all right you're you're talking don't get me too fired up about the Jazz Sam Robbie Robbie I have I have an important note again. Love my Utah Jazz. What you got? We we have we have one earlier uh, in this podcast. Is it is it Mikaela Scott? It's Michael Scott. Mikhail and Scott. Do you know where Mikhail and Scott went to college? Please uh, enlighten me. The great bastion of professional basketball that is the University of Idaho. The same school as, what, what the fuck was his name? Perion Chalandre? Seriously? Chalandre, yeah. Fucking pipeline. <laughs> Who's his agent? We got, we got fucking Michael Scott up in the house. His agent. Oh my God. I mean, at least my man, my man was in the uh, Adriatic League at some point. Like, sure, as love, soon as love somebody from the Baltics, as soon as the as soon as last year, Michael Scott was in the Adriatic League, and it's just Michael Scott. It's not McKaylen. McKaylen's like a, I think that's a strong name. Also, Mieoni. Let's go. Are you in on the Mieoni hive? I love it. Let's go. I want to believe. I have no. I mean, he's never going to play. So is but who cares? But I, I'm assuming that Michael Scott is on the. Jazz roster because Siegel has it. Um, he's he's not anywhere else. I will say that. Uh, yeah. All right. I I lean over. It's just such a big number. Also, this is a funny story too. Please. That, that connects to two different things we've talked about in these podcasts. Went yeah. to Idaho. He started his uh, professional basketball track at Antelope Valley College in California. Jasso Lopes. Do you know who? Uh, else played at antelope valley college no Dwayne deadman oh hell yeah <laughs> that's rock another just, another just another nba factory i have no idea uh who this guy is i don't know whose agent is either i can't find it um that's that's the best so this is and again like i i don't know if this is so he got added it looks like on september 19th i think he's still on the roster so sure, sure. idaho antelope valley product Mikhail and Scott, aka Michael Scott, sure? the manager. I love it. I'm gonna go slight over on the Utah. Go Jazz. Uh, it's it's a it's a big number. I can't bet on a number that high, but no, but I, I lean over. I lean over as well. Um, the Dallas Mavericks are next. 
Under. The Mavericks are at 41 and a half. Under. You really have to heavily believe in Kristaps and in Luka making a leap. Yep. Yep. And, and like the fact that they decided to fucking run it back and that all of those guys are going to take leaps too. This is, this is a situation where Vegas is predicting Dallas wins nine more games than they won last right. year. Now, similar to the Suns thing. They got Chris, better. But here's the difference though. Like, whereas the Suns signed Ricky Rubio, the Mavericks now get a full season of Kristaps Porzingis. I, sure. I'm with so, you. So like Kristaps when healthy is a top 30 guy in the league. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I, he makes them better. But again, did they get enough better to really be in the, in the conversation in the West? I don't think so. This is what, like ninth seed in the West level, forty right. games. Basically. Yeah, you're fl- you're fl- you're flirting with with the eight seed. You're flirting with playoff contention, and I just don't I just don't think they've gotten there. Like they definitely are better. I like some of their guys. I don't like that this is a team that's gonna need a good season from Tim Hardaway Jr. to get there. They do, yeah. Right, like they need they need that. Like Seth Curry's fine, but. I liked Seth Curry in the role he played in Portland and not a bigger role that he may have to play in Dallas. DeLon Wright's there. Doesn't move the needle a ton for me. He's fine. Great Um, third guard. Sure, sure. He's fine. Um, But like when you're talking about replacing, let's say, Dennis Smith, Jalen Brunson, and mm -hmm. J.J. Barea minutes with DeLon Wright. Sure. That's good. Like that's that's valuable. That's an improvement. No, it's an improvement. But again, like, I think like, Luke is great. Like we know Luke is great. How much more can he move? Can he improve off that rookie year? I don't know. In year two, like extrapolating five, six years from now, sure. But like year two, it'll help having Kristaps, no doubt. Open up some more space. Um, but there's always concerns about whether Kristaps can be on the floor for seventy games. And I just nine wins is a ton in in, in the West. And I, I I think I think they're better by six wins. You know, I like them in the mid to high 30s. 38 wins. I am not touching this because I think that there are just too many uncertainties with like Kristaps. Like if Kristaps is really good, this is probably a 45 win team. I don't know about that. Like if Kristaps. I just, just, if if Kristaps could be really good, Luka could be really good. I just, I don't trust a ton of the guys around him. I just don't. And I think there's too many teams that have. You have two top 30 guys plus Rick Carlisle. Like. That's that's like a recipe for forty five wins. But like you're asking me to bet on Kristaps playing seventy five games then. And I don't feel comfortable with that. I, I'm not going hard under. You seem like you're pretty hard under. Oh, I'll this. I'll bet this one. Yeah. Like I, I will not bet I, this I, under. I, I, I would be surprised they're over five hundred. Yeah. And again, like I think they're on the right path. I just think in a similar vein to the Hawks with better players at the top, this is a roster I just don't believe in top to bottom like mid mid to bottom. Like the top two guys, not super high on anybody else on this roster. I think they have some solid players that are going to be overextended. Yeah, it's very possible. I so I just, I just think you're asking a lot of guys to be playing a role higher than they should. There are starters that probably should be fringe starter bench guys. There's important rotation players that should be your third guy at a position. I just, that's, that's just where I'm at. Yeah, I totally get that, and I think it's like a totally reasonable take. If you made me pick a side. I think I would lean with you because I think there are just too many questions, right? And like that's always yeah, my like, thing. Whenever there are too many questions, like, under is the safer play. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like with 
NBA over under like player props, right? Yeah. Um, or not NBA, NFL. Like NFL over under player props for like full season numbers. The under wins, I think it's something like two thirds of the time just because of like injury and because of like all of these random shit that happens. But Vegas knows that like very few people are going to bet every single player prop and thus mm-hmm. like guarantee themselves money. Mm-hmm. Yep. People so hate betting unders. Yeah, it. people just do not like betting unders. You get great Robbie, value betting Robbie unders. Uh, who's next? We have got... No, nah, the Houston Rockets. Ah. 54 over. and a half is your number? Over. I think I agree. I'm not betting it, but I think I agree. I mean, I like it better when I think it was, there was a time where it was like 53. Like, liked it better there. Shop it. You can still get 52 and a half some spots. DraftKings says 52 and a half. So shop it. Um, if 52 over. and a half, I might bet it. Yeah, 52 and a half, I love. I mean, they're... They're just good. Like they're this is they win they win mid fifties. That's what they do. Like they were garbage to start last year. I think people forget how awful they were, and they won fifty three games. Abject disaster to start the year. They are not going to be that bad to start a season. Now, can they reach the same peak? I don't know. Maybe, possibly. Russ and Harden's going to be interesting. Um, I can see how it can work. Also, see how there can be some disastrous times. Um, But like when you have two guys that good, and you have a good supporting cast around them, even if there's not crazy depth that's more of a concern for me come playoff time um but over over for me i think and this team should roll out of bed to 55 wins which is why i don't like which is why i'm not hammering it at 54 and a half but 52 and a half 53 i like it i agree with you on over i am not betting it that's fair. For all of, I, I I wouldn't bet at 54. 50, 50, if you get that 52 and a half, though. Yeah, 52 and a half is a different story. If you can get it 52 and a half, it. like, very much. Yeah, goes, if, you're, if you're in the New York, New Jersey area with a DraftKings book nearby, or Mississippi, they're also down there. Um, hit it up. Yeah, hit that hard. But 54 and a half is tougher. Uh, like, 54 and a half is the number where if something is slightly off, for the first 20 games with Russ and James sure. Harden, that's enough to you're put them at like 53 or 54. Right. You're in, you're in trouble. I with you. Um, next, is, next is Memphis. God, we're never going to get to that. <laughs> the um, Grizzlies are 27 and a half. I'm assuming you're going under. I am going to go under here. You are not high on the Grizz. I, I think that's the right side as well. I don't love, love it, but... Um, I think but I, is- like, here's the thing. Like, I also think like John Morant might struggle a little bit early. Yeah, I mean, here's that's that's the thing. Like rookie point guards, traditionally, yeah. there are very few exceptions. Rookie point guards struggle, and especially struggle to get you wins. Um, so, Jock so is struggle. I love Jared. Let's ass- let's assume they're not going to have Andre. Probably not going to have Andre. Probably not playing at least, even if he's on the roster. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you're talking Jaron Jackson's your best player, probably. Yeah, and I love Triple J. He's Triple J is really good, exceptional, but he's not going to win you games by himself. Triple J was probably not a top 100 player in the league last year. No, not, especially with the injuries, though. Yeah, like very, very much could be this year. Like mm-hmm. that leap would not surprise me at all. But there's a lot of questions on this roster. Yeah, we finally we finally entered the rebuild. Um, like I think Slomo is the type of guy that enhances a good team but doesn't bring up a bad team. And you know, you know, so the type like, of role guy I'm talking about. So, like, Jonas, you would think, is a guy that, like, gets buckets for a bad team. But now, because Jonas is there, you're probably playing Jaron at the four pretty regularly, yeah, it's right? Not an ide- it's not an ideal fit. Yeah, so it's not an ideal fit. I didn't love the fact that they gave Jonas a bunch of money this summer, either. Neither did I. Um, Neither did I. I honestly, like, like I think that's, like, sneaky one of the worst signings of the summer. Like, yeah. 
you take uh, a spread kid. Jaron Jer- measured in at like six eleven without shoes. Like he's grown. He's a fucking center now. Yeah, no, Jaron is full stop a center. Jaron has always been a center except for yes. Tom Izzo and the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Josh Jackson's not here, which might be a positive. Uh, I love Jake, Josh. Is Jay Crowder their person. third best player? Yeah, probably. Boss man. Like, would you rather have Jay Crowder or Jonas? Maybe Jonas? No, thanks. Yeah, this is, like, I'm excited about, like, I won the full season of Jaron, and, like, I think Ja can be fun at times, but... Is Tyus, is Tyus Jones their third best player? I love Brandon yeah. Clark, too. I I adore Brandon Clark. Like, Ja Morant, like, might be good. Like, early. I, I think Ja's going to be good at some point. But, like, I mean, early in his rookie season, maybe Seems maybe he's just really good. Uh, he could be. It, it just doesn't happen often. Uh, yeah. Shout out I've Marco Guterich, by the way. There you, yeah. Guaranteed money. Um, D'Anthony Melton, I, I just, he's always been a guy I've been intrigued by. He's never been much. But Bruno season? We're finally past two years away from being two years away. We're here. We're in the we're in the pinnacle, baby. We're we're in the Bruno zone. We are in the we're always in the Bruno zone. Grayson <laughs> Allen is on this is on this basketball roster. Sure, it's a weird ass team. Um, it's a under, real weird team. Under, under 22, 22 wins. I will kind of probably fun. bet this under. Actually. Yeah, twenty two wins. Because like, there's a real chance that by the time February rolls around, they're tanking. Like they're. Trying oh to, yeah, no doubt. Try as I hard mean, as they can. They're flipping Iggy for nothing. Yeah, they're assets, asset grab time. Um, God, they took on Solomon Hill and Miles Plumley. There's Plumley on this team. There's a Plumley on every team in our hearts, including Team Man. USA. <laughs> every team gotta have one. Now, Robbie, we get to your beloved Pellies. Finally, thirty-eight and a half. I'm giving you the floor because you are so set on talking about them. I've been chomping. No, they just kept coming next in like the alphabetical. The Action Network that we're looking at for some reason puts teams in alphabetical order by like nickname, which is backwards as hell. And so it's been throwing me off this whole time. Action Network, we love you. We love what you do. You are great, but please use city names. Genuinely, like we're very happy with Darren Rebell, not so much, but like we're very happy with you as a whole. We appreciate gambling. Your app. We appreciate We appreciate Stucky. We appreciate Colin. Colin Wilson. Like, we appreciate you guys. Love Matt Moore. Love Matt Moore. Matt Moore is instrumental in both of our careers. Yeah, for real. The reason we're here. Um, Genuinely the reason we're on this podcast. Yeah, right yeah, for real. Um, please, please, for the love of God, add city names. City names, please, to sort. Uh, the dog has arrived. Um, so the Pelicans are fascinating to me. I don't know if I want to bet on them. However... I would lean over, but again, like the West getting so good around them is why I'm not like chopping at the bit. However, like we talked about the Bulls and the Hawks, I would take a Pelly's versus Mavs, bro. I like that. Because I, I like this roster. Like Derek Favors, good. Drew Holiday, really good. JJ Reddick, good. Uh, like the the young dudes from the Lakers might be good, but like each one Lonzo really Brandon solid. might be good. Yeah. Yeah. Lonzo Brandon might be good. Josh Hart moving to like your like fourth guard. Yeah. Is is like that's nice. Each one more way better than people know. Uh, like this isn't like Zion and you know a bunch of randoms. Like this is a good team. Like uh, it the thirty eight and a half hinges on Zion. I think um, it and does how good he is because if he's if he if you're if you're taking the over, you think Zion's great in year one. Um, 
What, how, what level of great do we think Zion would need to be year one to be over 38 and a half? Like, the year? like, I mean, I mean, like in terms of league hierarchy, like, league. does he need to be like a top 40 player? Does he need to be a top 60 player? Like, I think he's got to be top 50. Yeah. Top 50. See, I mean, like, I think, I think that's, that's, that's the right range, 40 to 60. I mean, like, and I don't know if he's going to be there. I, I think there are legitimate adjustment questions for him coming into the league, but I do think he's on a roster that is built well to help him. So here's here's what I'll say. It is a totally, completely different team. Yes. But this team got 56 games out of Anthony Davis last year. Mm-hmm. And we're now asking them to win six more games than what they won last year without Anthony Davis. I'm with you, but I, I like this roster better. Much better. I like the way this roster fits a lot better, for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I I'm with you. I, I don't, don't want to like, like, run out here and tell people to, to, to put, put your next mortgage payment on it, but... I lean over uh, again. It's it's high enough that I'm scared of it. I was really hoping this would be mid thirties, but Vegas isn't dumb. So, open at thirty one and a half at points bets. Hope you re- <laughs> once again. Hope you're fucking there. We're literally flying to the. Points I'm bets, not kidding. You know? We're I'm. We have got to find. I think it's in New Jersey. Is their like hub? I have got to find a points bet spot, and we are figuring out the day that they, they open, open totals, and we will be there with you- bells on. You got the Westgate connection, don't you? Like they—they they probably have some inside intel. Somebody can tell me. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I, I'll message Jeff or somebody. Like somebody, somebody's got to know when this happens because, like, and like the other thing with points bet is you get the multiplier too. Yeah, I don't under—I don't fully understand how it works, like truly. But there are some numbers here that are we're way off and like it's not like things change well, so dramatically for some of these teams. Isn't it like just like a? Isn't it like a? If it. If they win by two points, then you get double your money. Maybe I think it's I think it depends on the bet. I think there's different whatevers, but either way, there are some wild numbers out here. There are wild numbers here. This is like this is a situation where you put down like thousands of dollars at points. Oh, and I mean, like, like feel I'm, good about I'm it. Taking out loans for this trip next year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you're uh, you're at the. Uh, I I just I really like this roster, but. What is the they're number you'd need it at? Because right now they're it's actually creeping up a little bit. It's like thirty nine yeah. and a half some places. Yeah, it's, I, I would take it at thirty six and a half. Yeah, I think I would need it to be like yeah, I think thirty six and a half is the right number. I think it's I think yeah. it's too higher than I think I think they can win thirty nine games, forty games, but like I that's too close to the number. I think that if you want to have something fun to bet on this year, like just you want to sit down and watch a team that like will be fun to root for, like for your bet, you could do worse than the Pelicans. If you want to no try doubt. and win money, I'd probably stay away. Last is the Spurs. Our last team. 47 and a half. Man, no, I'm not betting it. I'm staying away too. I'm not because ta- like you're not ever going to catch me taking a pop under. Nope. And, and he has actual defensive pieces this year too. Right. And 47, but 47 and a half is a lot of wins. In this Western like, Conference, like it's a lot roster. of roster. Demari Carroll was like, I like that signing because um, he he kind of got it back a little bit last year. Yeah, um, they get Dejounte Murray back, so like they back. back Dejounte Murray, Derek White backcourt, yeah. which is like just Derek, terrifying defensively, just putting the fucking clamps on folks. Yeah, Bryn Forbes now comes off the bench. Patty Mills always the super sub. We love we love Sir Patrick. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. We do. As, as someone whose uh, wife is from Melbourne. We, uh, as, a, as an honorary Australian, Sam loves him. Yeah. Him and Joe Ingles. Uh, Joe Ingles, uh, greatest. By the way, Joe Ingles, this house is a heavy Ingles family uh, household okay. because Joe Ingles' wife plays netball professionally oh, yeah. and plays Netball's for the wild shit, man. 
plays no backboard. For the, no backboard, no dribbling. She it's plays crazy. for the Melbourne Vixens, who is Laura's favorite team. team. What a team name. Been Laura's favorite team since she was a child, or since okay. she was, you know, rooting for netball in Australia. <laughs> we are, we're heavy in the Renee Ingalls hive here. We I might mean, like I, Renee, we might like Renee Ingalls more than we like Joe Ingalls, and we love Joe Ingalls. I mean, I'm about it. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm currently trying to, trying to work on doing something on him this year. Uh, early season featurey deal. You should, you should. Happen. Yeah. Because he's just like, he's an interesting dude. His, the, the, their off court story is interesting. Like the, all yeah. the stuff they do with, with autism and stuff is really great. And so I'm working, I'm working on it. Working, working the connects right now. We're going to see if we can get the YouTube. Go check out Renee Ingalls's Instagram. It's the best. They're okay. just like of the kids and they are the most adorable kids. Hell yeah. We're all about uh, yeah, Jakob Pertl, mean, sneaky good? Jakob Pertl is sneaky good. I like Jakob. Uh, Damar and LaMarcus are exactly what we know they are. Rudy Gay, hopefully you can keep going. Like It's been cool to see Rudy's second career, basically. Marco, Marco Bellinelli, average 10 points a game last year. Marco Bellinelli is just going to get buckets until someone forcibly makes him get off an NBA basketball court. Yeah. Um, but he's still there. Like He's an atrocious defender, but... It doesn't matter because he's got guys around that can help. He's great as a bench shooter for a few minutes uh, a game. Like he, he can do that. We know he can. He's done it forever. Um, Weirdly, have a lot of fun young guys too. Like it's great. Lonnie Walker, sure. Lonnie Walker, Just Kelvin team, Johnson, Lucas Samanich. Yeah. It's a good team. Look, it's a good group. Good team. I think they're a high forty wins team, but I don't, I'm not taking the over. It's a lot. Worse. I agree. I'm not staying it. I'm not betting on forty seven and a half. You, you, Never going to catch me betting in under. Yeah, I think I'm going to go pop, slightly Unless, unless it would have to be way high. But, like, pop just pop lives in a six seed at minimum. So I, I've only got six unders in the Western Conference, which worries me a little bit. But we well, also we're have a bunch on the of, under these. Yeah, so we're probably pretty close to 50-50. We're, we're, um, we're close to 50-50. There's just going to be a lot of teams that lose games in these. Warriors over, Clippers. We decided to stay the hell away. I think a probably stay I think we're staying away under. from the Warriors, too. Yeah, we're staying away from the Warriors. If we, had to, Warriors. if we had to say aside from the Clippers, I think we I would probably leave under lean under for the Warriors, but like or the Clippers, I'm sorry. Yeah, over for the Warriors, under for the Clippers. Um over for the Lakers, under for the Suns. I had slightly over for the clip for the Kings. You had slightly under. I'd probably stay away from it totally. Uh Nuggets slightly under wolves under for me did you have an over for them a slight over for them yeah thunder over blazers over for me i don't really think you made a pick for the blazers no i said i just just stay away they, yeah. that numbers that number's too low for me to endorse an under but i i think they they are the playoff team that takes a, enough of a step back that it scares me to get out number yeah, the Jazz slight over Mavericks uh, under for both of us. Me staying away. Um, yeah, Rockets over with like a slight stay away. Grizzlies is probably my favorite one. And it's under. Under. Um, Spurs we both said over, but stay away. So mo- most of our like very strongly held beliefs are in the East. Yes. Uh, we have under for the Grizzlies is a strongly held belief. We have uh, let's see. We have over for the Bulls. I believe. Okay. Are we under for the Cavs? Is that like a pretty strong one for us? Yes. I would say under for the Pacers was probably pretty strong. I was I was very strong on that. Under for the Hawks was super strong. Correct. Uh, you were very strong on under for the Magic. I'm a little bit less so. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's correct. I love that uh, one. That's probably my favorite one. 
And then under for the Wizards. Yeah, and the over for the Sixers. It was pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. I it's he- like the Sixers number is high. I think that I would rather just bet on like most wins Total in the East. East and get the odds. That's I like that. I can um, that. So yeah, Robbie, do we title odds? I've got to tell you though, before, before we get to title odds, yeah, this is a podcast near and dear to your heart. Basically, everything that we've bet on, other than the Bulls, is an under for the most part. I mean, that's that's where I lean. Um, that's just how I'm wired because it's usually good value. If you bet every under, you, you're you probably going to win money because the public loves over. It's just how they are. Just fine. Um, yeah, that's basically where it's at. All right. Sharp um, sides usually on the side. Pulling up the NBA title odds. Where are you looking at? Uh, I believe that I've got it at Westgate. Okay. Clippers, 350. Lakers, 400. Bucks, 600. Rockets eight hundred, Sixers eight hundred, Warriors twelve to one, Jazz fourteen to one, Nuggets sixteen to one, Celtics twenty five to one, Blazers forty to one. I don't think we need to go further. Yeah, I see Nets forty. I think that's that's we're probably at a good cutoff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which, by the way, the fact that we got down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams—it's pretty good. More than usual. More than usual. Um, I like. Sixers eight to one. I do too. Would strong. Uh, I mean, we're talking that. about we're talking about we're talking about a team that that can very very well come out of the East and like that. Just yeah, I mean, like just getting. I mean, getting to the finals is a big part of the battle. It's it's harder to do that in the West. Well, here, here's there, what I'll say too. They also have the defense to to make make some problems. Yeah, the defense is critical. They have to find shot making somewhere for sure. But, no doubt. They to me they're a little bit deeper this year than they were last year. I know that they lose Jimmy, which is like a big fucking deal. But nonetheless, I am a fan of this Sixers team, and I think they are going to be absolutely terrific. Um, How about the Utah Jazz fourteen to one? Jazz fourteen to one, and honestly, I like the Clippers at three and a half to one. (laughs) I do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so here's the interesting thing to me with that: if they play the regular season the way we see it playing out. And they come into the postseason with like 53 wins and they're the three seed in the West, let's say three or four. Yeah. Do we get, do you get better odds then than now? I think yeah. that, that is, that is, I would not bet it now because I think you can get better odds. I think you might get better odds than seven to two. I agree with you on later. this. And what I will say is that so I would bet them, I would bet them come playoff time. I would take Sixers and Jazz now because like yeah. the Jazz could be the one seed. I'm trying to decide where I think the Clippers like sweet spot to bet this is like there's a chance it's like late December, maybe like early January where they're, you know, when Paul hasn't been playing, Paul hasn't been playing the whole time and he's just like easing back and maybe like you get some, get a price jump there because Paul's like not playing super, super well. So what price would you jump on it? I mean, where where would you five? I'm going to jump on it. If it's 350 come playoff time and like it hasn't gone higher than five, uh, like I will bet on it at 350 come playoff time. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just asking like um, if, if we, where would it be at for you to jump on it in December? Six or seven. Is it five? Probably? Six or seven? Mm, yeah. If, if it's at five, I would probably still be like, I mean, a lot of will it's it context get- dependent, but like, yeah, like yeah. at five, I would think like, okay, like I still might have a shot for this to get better. Like if I got to 600 to 700, I'd probably be like, you got to take it. Yeah, like I can't see it going higher than that just because of their playoff potential. I will say this: I think if you're going to take the Lakers, you got to take it now. I don't think that that moves much. Yeah, in the I agree. Direction because well. because if it moves in the opposite direction, it means something's gone real wrong, and I don't think yeah. you'll want to put it. Um, I 
don't think that Lakers number comes down much. I think I'd agree. I think Lakers fans will buy in swiftly. Strong agree with that. And and, and bring that down probably in front of the Clippers number. I won't be surprised if that's three to one in like December or January if they look really good. And I strongly agree with you uh, on the point that you were about to make earlier. Uh, If you're going to bet the Jazz, I think you bet the Jazz. Yeah, you bet now. Uh, Because 14 to one, if they come out high, I mean, if they play as well as we think they can play, um, and be maybe the best team in the West in the regular season, them in Houston, um, they'll be 10 to one probably. I mean, they're not going to be one of the favorites, even if they're the one seed, they'll be like Denver last year, but they'll be higher. Yeah. I'm probably not going to bet on Utah to win the title, to be honest. I like, I think 14 is like a totally good number to bet them out if you there, really believe yeah, in them. No, but yeah, think, I'll say I this, think, like the Warriors at 12 to one, I think that number is going to get better. Like, I do think that that number gets better at some point. I just wonder if it will get worse at all pre-clay. Probably not. They're probably they will probably be smart about it and not They're play. not going to let they're not going to let people jump on that. Yeah. Um I don't think That's that not going to like shit. 16. Um, if it gets to 16, I'm hammering. Like Right. I I'm, I I agree there. I think I think I, this is this is the first year in a while that there's there feels like real value value out there. Um, like last year there was some value, I think in playing some Eastern conference teams. Yeah. Um, but this, this year I think there's actual value to, to go around. But again, if you're going to bet the Clippers, I would wait and just monitor this, um, because they could get the five or six in December and January. If they're just kind of hanging around the six seed because they don't have Paul, they're not playing Kawhi back to backs. They're just, they might not look as dynamic as people think they will. And that could hurt, hurt their odds. And then like, I think they hit their stride post all-star break. Yeah. Um, Lakers bet it now. Sixers, I bet it now. Jazz bet it now. Warriors bet it now. If you're going to do those, but I, I think my leans would be right now Sixers, Jazz, and then sit on the Clippers. I like that three, that trio. Feel good. Yeah, about. I think I would go Sixers, Warriors. I'm going to wait on the Warriors. See, I'm I'm going to wait on the Warriors until early in the season because I don't think the number will get worse. Sure, but they might. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think the number gets to, like, 800 right. early in the year. That's understandable. Um, if I was going to bet now, it would probably be Sixers. And honestly, like, we didn't talk about the Rockets. I think the Rockets are, like, very much in the mix. Yeah. I, I just mm, – I just, my questions about them come playoff, are come playoff time, not regular season, which is why I like the over in the regular season. I, I'm not going to put my money on to win the title. They're Who do you trust of- more, the Rockets or Utah in the playoffs? obviously you're getting almost two to one with the jazz as compared to the right slightly rockets but like i think the jazz are just significantly better value i don't trust either of them a ton um but i just think there's a possibility the jazz are just the absolute real deal i wonder if the rockets are this year's toronto where Mm. they play with like a chip on their shoulder Mm. they have the superstar they have the acquisition this summer that people kind of question a little bit coming into the year Kawhi was with injury ross it's with fit like at the end of the day they're just really fucking good they're really talented no i'm with you i just it's all gonna it's all gonna come down to who they have to match up with in back-to-back series basically yeah shout out to westgate by the way legends Super Bowl, home, about, home of home of Sam and Robbie. Yeah, as we talked home about Home of earlier. the AFL. Home of Australian football. Yeah, if you're ever in Vegas and need Australian rules football, go to the, go to the yeah. Super Bowl. They'll put it on for you. They got the channels. 
Robbie, I, I got to tell you, I got to make a little confession here. Before yeah. we got on the line here, I was listening to Australian radio about sure potential trades that will happen. This you're a season. madman. You're I am like, person. yeah, I am like, what's happened? Full on, like, fa- like I am like listening to like the equivalent of like Colin fucking coward in Australia, like Sam. radio. Sam, I know, I know, I, beg I know. Of Robbie, I know. I beg of you, seek I help. I need to. Robbie, tell the people where they can find your work. Uh, uprox.com slash sports, dimemag.com. We're doing the basketballs. We're doing media stuff. We do all kinds of things. Uh, but, you know, dime will be all over hoop stuff this year. Uh, you can, if you like the gambling podcasts and you're in the college football, the punt cast uh, with myself, Tom Fernelli and Chip Patterson of CBS Sports. We're on the interwebs, all your podcast yep. listening places, the punt cast. The only play- people who play punter fantasy fantasy uh i mean i i i believe i'm two and one this year off to a good start shouts to max duffy at kentucky carrying the squad this year pat o'donnell chicago go bears they suck offensively he's been great um having a good season uh it's been a rebuild for the last couple of years in fantasy but we're we're finally turning it around is that a punter keeper it. league it's not i just haven't done well <laughs> uh, part of my problem is like I haven't been great at NFL. All my NCAA guys have been fine, but it's three college guys and two NFL guys each week. And like, I just haven't been as dialed on the NFL thing. So I spent a little more time this summer getting prepped on the NFL. Do Uh, you have Cam Johnston? I don't. I love Cam Johnston though. He's the best. Uh, The Ohio State University. I have uh, Riley Dixon. Do you have Drew Chrisman? I don't. I have Kevin Huber, Riley Dixon, and Pat O'Donnell in the NFL. College football, I got Max Duffy, um... Wade Lees, the god out of UCLA, your guy getting after it, 31 that's, years old. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Aussie, it's great. Uh, I got the kid at Oregon who's probably getting dropped this week. And uh, I got the kid at VT because Virginia Tech fucking blows. Yeah, Virginia Tech's a disaster. They're uh, so bad. He's been fucking Bradburn, I think, is his name? LeBron is talking. He's a volume shooter for me. He's not. He's not like booming them, but he hits like twelve a game. LeBron is talking about Ohio State being cornerback you now because of Jeffrey Kuda. Sure, folks. It's not cornerback you. It's punter you. It, no doubt. Let's be real clear on that. Sharing them out. The problem with Ohio State this year, you can't have their punter. No, you can't. They they ain't punting. They don't punt. Justin Yo, Fields. I've, is I've been I've been hammering the Buckeyes. I also hammered the Buckeyes last week. Just laying it every it week. Was like, doesn't it was like a it was a late bet for me because I was like, do I really want to watch this game? game yeah, and, and like be disappointed if they fuck this up. Usually, I was like, nah, it's Nebraska. There's way too much chatter from folks this week. The reason I I was so high on it is like way too many folks were like, oh, this is the type of game Ohio State loses. I was like, they don't lose when you talk about it. Come on now. You got to wait till everybody's on on the Buckeyes. That's when you fade them. Too many people in Nebraska last week. I knew it was going to be a bloodbath. Michigan State this week is going to be a weird game. I got the under there. Michigan State is always a weird game for Ohio State because Which is why for whatever reason, like Antonio, yeah, he just like fucking understands how to stop them. He understands um, and he also, he like has a, he has a weather control machine for these big games and he just yeah. brings out the absolute shit weather. Wind, I, I will. Like, snow in like October. I will say. They're real fucking bad this year. They're not good. They beat the hell out of bad teams. It's weird. It's like Michigan State usually plays everybody close. This year, they're like not good against good teams and really good against bad teams, which is how I know they're off. I mean, like... Usually, they just play 14-point games against everybody and win them. It took, at home last week, it took like a last-second field goal for them to beat India. 
That was an ugly game. But like non-Big Ten teams. I mean, they're beating the hell out of like Western Michigan, which is weird. They don't usually do that. They usually toy with their food. That's how I know they're, <laughs> they're not feeling. That's how I know they're not comfortable. They're not confident. If you're be- if you're like running up the score on Western Michigan, you're not confident at, at Michigan State. It means you-, you feel like you need to get confidence right. God, Brian Lorkey just out He's here not- toying with his food. He is. It's usually what they do. Not this year. And that's how I know they're they're hungry. They don't like it. They don't feel good. Slightly anyway, off. All right, some, Robbie. It's been like four hours. This has, been, this. <laughs> this has been the Game Theory Podcast. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, whatever terrific podcasting app that you use. We're up there now. Uh, go subscribe to The Athletic. I have more podcasts or more uh, articles coming up within this big prospect project that I'm writing about. And until next time, we'll talk soon. Bye.